Mueller and Moats are on the air. This is the Steelers Blitz on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR, Steelers Nation Radio. Whoa, whoa, well, hello, and how are we doing? It is Arthur Motes, and I have my partner in crime, Mr. Wesley Euler, for the next two amazing hours. You'll be hearing from our lovely voices right here on Steel Nation Radio as we take you inside the Electric Factory. And I am extremely excited. I mean, Electric Factory still is bliss. We got so many names, but it doesn't matter because we know it is still game week, and we have a big-time matchup this weekend. So, as we always do, we're going to get that conversation rolling today. But before we get it going, man, we got to react to some uh, news. Mm-hmm. I mean, we had some roster movement. Oh. We had a little roster movement, and it pertained to, uh, you know, my position group. Uh-oh. So I had to react to it. You know that, The baby. prom kings. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. the line, that's the, what everybody always the, talks the, about, the most important, The most yeah. important people. Ball in the hand, in the their team. hand, 50% of the plays. Come on, I mean, now. Wait, what? Huh? Yeah, uh, most what? important people. I mean, <laughs> You gotta have a pass rusher. You ain't lying. You gotta have a run stopper. Especially as this team is currently constructed. Come on, but I now. imagine we'll get there going. Come forward. on, now. and we re- we we had a starter become released. Ooh. Started by the name of Jameer Jones. He started this weekend's game. And after said game, he was no longer required of his services here in Pittsburgh because the team decided to promote Derek Tuska. Tuska, Tuska, out of North Dakota State, mm-hmm. who also played in the game as well on he Sunday. Did. More snaps than Jameer Jones. Absolutely, I believe it was twenty-seven snaps that he played. But the thing was, though, after the fact with Jameer, once he was released, he got claimed off of waivers by the Los Angeles Rams as well. So that means that he will not be able to return to us in the interim. But Derek, not Watt, Derek Tuska. I'm not going to lie. I enjoy watching this game, man. Yeah. I thought as a young player, played hard, was productive. Actually, had I think yeah. it was like six tackles in the game, man. I thought yeah. he flew around and did some good things. That's a whole young player, though. So he obviously has his improvements. But I thought in that opportunity where you don't have Alex Heisman, where you don't have a T.J. Watt, and you need to have somebody to come in there and give you a little bit of productivity, I thought that he did that in his you know limited amount of reps, though. But I was always a little interested, though, to see that. That, uh, you know, yeah. Jameer starts on Sunday, gets outplayed in terms of the snap count mm-hmm. by Derek, and then two days later, just flat out released. He's on his way to Los Angeles. Wow. Yeah, I was surprised by that, too. Um, I was surprised that, that Tuska played more snaps than Jones throughout mm-hmm. the course of the game. I was surprised uh, that Jones was so quickly put on waivers after the game. I know that this is a team that just recently brought Taco Charlton into the fold as well, too, and maybe they're confident about him being ready to go here in the you know in the short term. Um, but I, I was surprised by that as well, too. Jameer Jones, I thought, was a guy, a lot of solid performances throughout training camp. I thought he showed pretty well at moments during preseason. I would agree with that. As well, too. It felt like Sunday was kind of his opportunity to, as Mike Tomlin would say, say step through that crack, right? Um but I think it went the opposite way for him. He ended up playing less snaps than I think most of us anticipated. And uh, 
now he's got himself a new team as well, too. I mean, hey, if you're going to land somewhere new, I guess sunny Southern California on a 3-0 and team is not the worst place to be. Uh, but Tuska appears to have um, showed the coaching staff enough that they clearly think he he's the guy over Jameer Jones. Yeah, but like I said, I was definitely surprised. Cause I thought I Jameer was played really well during the preseason as well. He was one of the guys that we said between him and Quincy Roche. Yeah, we he was one of our preseason that, darlings. Right, but we thought he had outplayed Quincy mm-hmm. to the point where – you know, it, we weren't surprised to see him initially coming out of this thing as an active roster guy. But now to see, like you said, a couple weeks later, this quick change, of course, man, it was definitely a little bit of a surprise to me. But more so as a tip of the cap to Derek, man. He's been able to, yep. you know, turn some heads and flash. And what better way to flash than by doing it in the game? So hopefully he can continue that. But more importantly, hopefully we get TJ and Alex back yes. as well. Yes. And from an injury perspective, it looks like, you know, at least there's a little bit more optimism surrounding those two guys as we checked out the practice report yesterday. They had both of those guys limited. Yeah, that's good news. But what I wanted to ask you, man, was um, if those two guys are limited the rest of the week, hmm. we taken a similar approach as last week where we want to be a little bit more cautionary with them and rest them, or mm-hmm. do we feel a little bit of urgency, even though it's early in the season, do we feel that we need to expedite those guys' return and have them out there this Sunday even if they might not be completely 100%. Well, let me ask you this. Do you want to – because you know I wear a lot of hats over here, Arthur Motes. I just want you to answer it. I don't want to think. I don't want you to answer the question with the question either. Oh, oh. So now you just got to use your heart. You just got to answer the way that you think I would like okay, you to answer. So but you when, when in doubt, just answer how you answer. Yeah, my heart says they got to play. Okay. You can't fall to one and three. You still got some good teams looming in the following weeks. And I, if I'm being brutally honest here, right, I, I'm i going to do the hyperbolic thing here, but I am being brutally honest as well, too, because it's now Thursday. I've had some time to think about this. I don't see many ways the Steelers win this game unless T.J. Watt plays and, and has himself a day. You know, a strip sack day, um, forced fumble day, whatever. I... Feels like T.J. Watt has to be the T.J. Watt that we saw up in Buffalo for this team to win on Sunday at Lambeau against that quarterback, against that offense, against this team, the Green Bay Packers, that has been in the NFC Championship game now for two years on the bounce. That's my heart. That's the emotional fan side of me says we need this game. We can't fall to one and three. And to get this game, they need T.J. Watt out there and probably Alex Highsmith as well, too. If I'm thinking with my head... (laughs) I'm saying nothing is more important than T.J. Watt's health. He's still only 26 years old. He is the gap to bridge from this era to next era. Um, When Ben Roethlisberger, we all think, rides off into the sunset this season and the Steelers start a a new chapter of the franchise's history, you want T.J. Watt to be one of those bridge guys. You think he can be one of the most dominant forces in the NFL still for the next four or five, maybe six years. You're paying him like that. You need to not miss the forest through the trees. Yeah. Yeah. I just don't know if I trust my heart or my brain <laughs> to say, yeah. in this instance. Which one are you leaning towards? If we had to have a meter, right? Beep, beep, beep. Is, is, it, is it leaning a little bit towards the heart? It's oh, leaning, are we, we leaning a little leaning, bit towards the other way? It's leaning towards the heart. Okay, okay, okay. I want to see TJ Watt okay. go up to his home state, uh-huh. his old backyard, yeah, yeah. ball out, sack A.A. Ron a couple oh, times. A couple times, all right. Maybe force a fumble in there as well, too. That that's that's where I'm at. I last week I think it was was easier to approach with caution, and I feel like they still are. 
and there could be something that happens in these next couple days. We'll keep an eye on the practice report that changes my mind. <sighs> but I just that that's where I'm at, Motsi. I I don't see, and again, I I don't want to seem like I'm being over hyperbolic because there's okay. certainly ways. But but realistically, without a one in a million type, you know, everything going the Steelers' way, I don't see how they win this game without T.J. Watt on the field on Sunday. But Motsi, you're the one with the decade of NFL experience. Mm-hmm. You're the one who has shared a locker room with T.J. Watt before. Where who's right here, my brain or my heart? Which one do you want to be right? (laughs) (laughs) I I, I want TJ to be a full practice participant today and tomorrow, and then we just don't have to worry. Correct, but just based on what we saw yesterday. That's probably not going to be the case. Exactly. So we're going to be stuck with that same decision that we were faced with a week ago. And that's why, to me, that part is so intriguing because a week ago, we were sitting at one and one, and we're facing the Bengals, who, you know, from a just – perspective or of how we view them we don't look at them the same way we look at the Packers or how we looked at the Bills right or even to an extent how we looked at the Raiders coming off of their Monday night uh, game against the uh, the Ravens at the time correct maybe even looking ahead a little bit to teams like the Broncos and the Seahawks as well but but, but seeing how last week played out seeing the lack of pressure seeing the fact that we only had one pressure all game long no sacks no QB hits that does, you know, add to this decision now. Because a week ago, you feel confident. Okay, man, we got Melvin Ingram. Okay, Jameer Jones. Man, we thought you played really well in the preseason. This is your opportunity to step up. Let's go. You got the Bengals. We know their O-line isn't the best. We talked about that. But then you see how that game went. First and game without a sack in 75 pressure. games. Yeah. And the lack of defensive splash being created because of that lack of pressure it does create a natural sense of urgency for those two guys this week. Mm-hmm. It certainly does. But could we be falling into that trap, though? We absolutely could. So would you do it, though? I mean, I wish I was privy to some more information down on the south side. I mean, don't we all? That's the beauty of it on, on Thursday. Trust me, we'll come back in here tomorrow and do the same thing. Yeah. I come back here tomorrow and ask you the same thing, man. Mm -hmm. But these, I feel like, are the tough decisions because we know ramifications, right? We know T.J. Watt being out there makes this defense 100% better, right? And we know healthy T.J. is arguably the best player in the league. But the circumstance that we're currently in is he is not 100% healthy. He came off of a game where he played, what, two quarters and had to sit out the rest of that game. And then Could not play this following week. Yep. So do you you ask yourself, even though it's a soft tissue injury and we know the conditions that led to this in terms of the lack of preparation, lack of practice and training camp, do you think that it's been enough time? Do you feel that, cool. you know, with him as a limited participant yesterday, cool. that three days from now it's going to be enough for him to go out there and be the TJ that we need him to be, not – just T.J. Watt number ninety, well, but point, but too. the best player in the the best defender in the league, T.J. Because they're not we're not talking about him just being out there. That's the difference, right? He's compensated for a certain level, right? And we expect a certain thing from his play when he is out there. And you and I have talked about that. If you're out there, you have to be evaluated exactly. accordingly. So once again, <laughs> I, I'm looking at the schedule, right? You come home for two weeks, Denver, mm-hmm. Seattle. Then you have the bye week. Then you go to Cleveland on Halloween. In theory, I'd love to say shut them down till shut them down till Cleveland, right? 
that's that's six games into your season. That's still that's about a third of your season. Mm-hmm. You know, I guess he played the first game, so in total he would miss about five games if you include the Raiders game. Yeah. Play it safe. It's not worth it. And if you're gonna be, you know, if you're gonna be in the stretch run in December, anyways, you need him healthy then. The other half of me says Green Bay, Denver, Seattle. Some good teams there. If you if you if we look up Arthur Motes in a couple weeks, and the team is one in five, I mean, is it really going to matter the stretch run in December? Mm-hmm. Particularly when you still have to play Cleveland twice, when you still have to play Baltimore twice, and I think even the most optimistic of Steelers fans doesn't think that we're going four and zero in those games. Whoo! I hate it when you ask me tough questions, all right? I'm supposed to be the one who asks you the difficult questions, and then I, you I just, lean on your decade of experience in the NFL and tell us all how to feel. But see, I feel like the NFL experience, that, that gets watered down, right? People don't want to hear that because it's too logical. So I like <laughs> to put the ball in like to, the fans' perspective. You like to get the, the yeah. user perspective. Let, let, let me hear it, and I like to see y'all try to make it make sense to yourself. So I'm just sitting back here. And I'm enjoying you ponder over there because you are struggling because you know the feeling. You're like, man, I need him to be out there so he could win. That's the only yep. way I see this happening. Yep. But if we do this, he could potentially miss more. I'm also looking at Denver and thinking, yeah, we're going to need him there. <laughs> Seattle, yeah, we're going to need him there. Cleveland, yeah, we're going to need him there. Chicago, who knows what Justin Fields right. looks and, like And my by thing then. is do we want to do the back and forth of kind of like with James Conner a couple years ago, right? You're going right. to come here today, you'll play, and you'll look good for three quarters or maybe even this whole game. But then the next week, you're limited all week in practice. You give me two it, quarters. It lingers the whole season. It lingers. It, and that's the thing I'm trying to avoid. I don't want it to be a lingering thing 17 weeks postseason. We're still dealing with these things because lingering issues turn into other issues, right? If your growing star is hurting, oh, absolutely. oh you play especially with that hurting those, long enough, okay, now it's the hamstring. Okay, hamstring hurting long enough, okay, now it's this. Like There are some injuries legitimately that you can play with that you can't make much worse. Correct. Muscle tissue injuries are not, they do that, not fall not in that, that category. Case. In fact, it's quite the opposite. Yes, the more you work on it, the more, the more your chances you are you are for, injuring it more. For something yes. more more, more legitimate. Yeah, I yeah, I mean, if 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 he's not if he's not at least close to one hundred percent, I don't think he can go. Yeah. And I know that's difficult. This is if you're TJ, mm-hmm. this legitimately this might be it for you playing in Green Bay. Mm-hmm. Think about it. The Steelers aren't going to go back to Lambeau for another eight seasons. Yeah, I mean this this could be it. I'm sure he really wants to play. Mm-hmm. America's game of the week, whatever it is, four thirty. It's your first non one o'clock game of the season where you're really. I mean, the Steelers always have the national attention, right. but where you're going to be like the only show in town. I think there's only one other game on at that point, and it's like Houston versus somebody that nobody wants to watch. <laughs> I don't think even. I think Texans fans are even upset that they're getting that game in their market and and, and not the Steelers and the Packers. See, it, it, especially since Tyrod ain't playing. If Tyrod was playing, it'd be different. Especially because you know, Tyrod, you know. Mister. If Tyrod was playing, it'd be it'd be night and day. Mister VA ain't playing. Come on, I'm a man. Do his win. Moats, you have convinced me. To go with my brain and not my heart. Oh no! If TJ's limited all week, I I think I I, I err on the side of caution and I I sit him down for for another week. Well, you know what? That's the beauty of this fun exercise because it's not just dedicated to you. No power grid and megawatts. Y'all have heard how we've been discussing this thing. I want to hear from y'all as well. Let us know. 
if TJ Watt is once again limited throughout this week in practice, or he could potentially be less than 100%, and don't give me the cliche where everybody's less than 100% once the once the season starts, because you know exactly what I'm referring to when I speak to his availability and him being 100%. Difference between hurt and injured. Everyone's hurt this time of year, exactly. but are you so injured? If TJ Watt is less than 100%, do you play him on Sunday, or do you rest him on Sunday? Hit us up on Twitter at TheBody52. TheBody. At Wesley Euler. The good hair. Steeler Nation 920. Mr. Wisconsin himself. You mm-hmm. know this is a big one for him. Mm-hmm. He already chimes in here and says, Logical me says sit, TJ. Emotional and irrational Steeler fan in Wisconsin me. <laughs> in Wisconsin Says me. play him to crush Packer fans' dreams. <laughs> I can dig it, but like that's legitimate because... We know as fans, we love seeing TJ out there. We know what that does to he's a us lot, he's emotionally. He's a lot of fun to watch, man. And we know his productivity as well. So you see all these things, and we feel as if the way this team is constructed currently, they're going to need pass rush help. They're going to need special teams help. They're going to need other areas to pick up the slack right now. And we know that he could do that. But the fact that he isn't healthy right now and this isn't a game where, like you said, it's at the end of the season where, hey, we it's a must win. We got to win this one to get into the play. Or it's or, a playoff game, right? Or we're, we're sitting at 3-0 and right now. Correct. And, and you know what? It's not the end of the world. We've like, had a good start. It's just it's, the variables in it yeah. make it it's interesting. a really pressing decision right here, man. It, it, it really is. It's not an easy decision. And you know what, too? Honestly, the – the Highsmith availability plays into this too. Yeah, because we like saw it'd be one thing if he was completely yeah. healthy, maybe we'd be more right. Because if it's, if it's say, Melvin right, TJ, Ingram and Alex Highsmith out there together, we're fine with that. But we both—I don't know—we were both on record with this saying that, hey man, we like Melvin Ingram, but we don't want him playing sixty snaps a game. Correct. We don't like him as the starter full time. We think at this stage it's better for him to be the rotational guy. And Correct. we saw Week One, rotational Melvin Ingram was dominant, right? We also saw once he had to be the guy, snap in and snap out it does drop off a little bit because you're asking him at 30-plus years old coming off of injuries to play a significant amount of snaps. That's not going to suit him the best long-term right now. But because uh, Highsmith being out, now you don't have that luxury. Now it's literally, Melvin, you got to be Superman, and we're going to put you with Jameer Jones. Okay, not Jameer Jones this weekend anymore. Now it's going to be Derek Tuska, potentially, You know, if if TJ and Highsmith aren't available. So that urgency, That's it, more it, it definitely makes it more pressing. Yep. Yeah, it, it, it does. I, I'm i interested to, to hear the pulse of the fans on this one. Because um, I, I, I've got a feeling a lot of people are going to come down on the the emotional side. The We we can't drop to, to, to one and three with Denver and Seattle right on the schedule, you know, before the bye week. We, we've got to find a way to win this game, get to two and two, um, stay in the divisional hunt. Especially, you know what, Motsi, this might be funny, too. If the Bengals go out and win tonight against the Jags, and all of a sudden three they're and one. three and one. Yeah. Now, I mean, you do not want to be two games behind the Cincinnati Bengals, let alone the Browns and the Ravens in this discussion. Now, in the past, we would always say, you know, as long as seven is out there, we're not worried about who else is out there. We'll be fine. Is that still the sentiment? No. <laughs> And I ask that because, I mean, we obviously know it's, you know, that's like the divide right now with Steeler Nation. Correct. Because of how it's, the it's season is It's got to be the hot went. take thing, right? Yeah. Who, 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 Who's your quarterback? Would you bench him? Would you start him? Obviously, we'll talk about that, and I get that. But 
that was part of the equation in the past, right? If yes, seven is there, you can rest guys like TJ because you know seven can get you out of that stadium. Correct. But once again, if you don't feel like that right now. No, I do not. I wonder how does the team feel about that? Hmm. Because if they feel that he is good enough still to get him out, then maybe they do lean on the side of caution with TJ and High sure. Smith as well. Sure. But if they don't feel like he can get it done, well, now I think that leans on TJ and Highsmith even harder, which I think, once again, could potentially put them in harm's way. Buddy, that's well said. I Listen, I think I, – I don't think there's a need to sugarcoat this, honestly. This is Steeler Nation. We're educated football fans. Yes, we're emotional, but we're, we're also realistic. We're also logical. Ben Roethlisberger is one of the best quarterbacks to ever play the game of football. Ben Roethlisberger, you can make a very easy argument, is the greatest quarterback in the history of this franchise. It's him or Terry Bradshaw. That's the list. Ben Roethlisberger is for sure, surefire, 100%, slam dunk, a future Hall of Famer. I can say all those things to be true and believe those, and I am, and also say that I just don't think he's capable of winning games on his own anymore. I don't think he's capable of putting the Steelers on his back and and dragging them to victory, particularly with the way that this offense is constructed right now. Are you you allowed to say that? I I am allowed. I have to say that, Arthur Motes, because that's— No, 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 you can't be saying that. I can sit here and I can do the complete Homer thing, but then I'm just lying to you. But like I, I, wear, but I, I wear black and gold glasses, but I I must not. I'm like Harry Potter. I must not tell no lies. See, I thought that made you a fake fan. Nope. Huh. In fact, I'd argue if you're sitting here and you're still thumping your chest that you think Ben Roethlisberger is one of the best five or ten quarterbacks in the league and and he can get hmm. this thing done, I'd say you're the fake fan because you're not being realistic. See, ben Roethlisberger can you still win you games. Be ben be Roethlisberger casual. can still win games. That is not what I am denying. We saw that last year. But 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 he he can't do it on his own. He needs some help, particularly with this offense. That's just not cutting it anymore. The defense. That's the, the what we saw in Buffalo is the is the blueprint. The defense has to lead the way. The defense has to take the ball away. The defense has to set the offense up with short field opportune situations. And hey, it would certainly help if maybe special teams gives you a, a big splash play as well too. I'm not saying that to score a touchdown every game, but maybe a nice field flipping return or something like that. And that's very that's mu- just reality. And you know what? That's been reality for every other quarterback except for Tom Brady in the history of the game, Arthur Motes. Let's not front and act like this wasn't the same conversation with Peyton Manning when he was at this point of his career, too. Mm-hmm. Peyton Manning did not put those Broncos teams on his back to win the Super Bowl. They were led by defense, and he had a really good offensive line and was surrounded by playmakers. Ben Roethlisberger... Has a really good defense, but it's in tatters right now with injuries, and his offense is not nearly as talented as that Broncos unit was around Peyton Manning. It's not an insult to Peyton Manning's greatness that that, that was just the reality of the situation down the stretch at the end of his career, like it is not an insult to Ben Roethlisberger's greatness now. Other than Tom Brady, Father Time has, has gotten everybody in this regard. It's just reality. You're fortunate enough to play in the league, to be enough of a legend this long to have it happen to you, because that doesn't happen to a lot of people. Not to, I agree. You know, get on my soapbox. Or anything. I, I I like when you get like this. this see, this is why I love asking you these questions because I know, I know you. And you, don't and don't come up in here and tell me that you'd rather have Ben Roethlisberger on Sunday than Aaron Rodgers. Stop it. That make you're you're casual if you don't. If you want me to go on, there, man, I'll, I, I'll go. I'll I'm go just there. saying that because that, that I thought that was obvious this week that, you know, when we talk quarterbacks and and, and who has the better one, that it has to be seven. 
If you don't, then where's your loyalty lie, right? If you want to talk about their careers, there's a conversation to be had there. I I still think after the you said two rings a conversation to be had there. I also think I think after you get past two rings, there's not a ton of conversation to be had there. But Aaron Rodgers is right now, at worst, the third best quarterback in the NFL. I'll give you Brady, I'll give you Mahomes. At worst, the third best quarterback in the NFL. Don't just Again, you can be a fan. You can love your guys. I do. I love this team. I love our guys. I'm also realistic. I I just am. A lot of things have to go right right now for this team as the offense is going, as the defense is dealing mm-hmm. with these injuries to win football games. You don't say that about the Green Bay Packers. I agree. And that's not just the quarterbacks. There's a lot of things that play to that equation. But it starts with the quarterbacks. I agree. And I'm glad you differentiated, too. You did say that we're not saying that you can't win with seven because you can win with seven. You certainly can. can. But we're saying, is he capable of rising up and and elevating the play of those around him to that extent to will his teams to victory? That's what we're saying that he does struggle with right now because he is a little bit older. I mean, it happens. It's father time. It's age. Man, I like the passion in you today. Hey, I now. Just, I just, Motsi, you know, sometimes I just got to so shoot you gotta it straight. So you got to get off your chest, man. You got Sometimes you got to say it. Say how it is. I, you can love, you can, you can love, you can have a Ben Roethlisberger. I do not. But you can have a Ben Roethlisberger shrine in your house. You don't, for real? No, I don't. But I, I got I might, like, I, I might know somebody to have one, listen, actually. Listen, I've said this before. I am not ready for life after Ben Roethlisberger and after Sidney Crosby. They have been at the helm of my two teams for you know, for over half my life, legitimately, the Steelers. Ever since I was 11, 12 years old, the Steelers and the Penguins have been contenders, and that's been because, in large part, and it's not just them. There's other people that play into this, mm-hmm. but in large part because of Ben Roethlisberger, Benjamin Patrick Roethlisberger. Correct? Sound about right. No, sorry, it's Sidney Patrick Crosby. Hey now, it's Benjamin. I forget his middle name, Roethlisberger, and it's Sidney Patrick Crosby. Because of those two men. We've been really spoiled for a long time. We've been legitimate contenders for over a decade. Yep. But when it goes the other way, Arthur Motes, you can be honest and say that too. You can. No, that you doesn't can't. mean you love no, you those can't. guys any less. It's just nope. reality. Nope, you cannot do that. That means you're a fake fan and you have lost all your privileges of supporting said organization. No man. new fan. No yeah, new you, fans. Where, where, where's your loyalty at, man? Where's your loyalty lie? Huh? can't turn your back just because the guy's old brian says wes is bringing the real talk about ben we all don't want to hear but he's dead on hopefully deke isn't listening <laughs> <laughs> oh our man's our yeah, man's deke yeah, yeah, throwing for, hands at listen, me right listen, now listen pray for my man deke yo deke, deke going through one deke, deke's on one right now ladies and gentlemen <laughs> jesus I love Deke. I do. He's my guy. Yo. But him and I, him and I are on. He's the North Pole. I'm the South Pole. Uh, on absolutely. This. Yeah. And absolutely. He's, he's New York City. I'm L. A. All right. <laughs> he's Death Row Records, and I'm uh, Bad Boy. Bad Boy. Yeah, yeah. There we go. <laughs> Y'all are wild. <laughs> I just again. I, I love Ben. He can yeah. still win games without a doubt, but it's 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 got to be a team effort, and the defense is a huge part of that effort right now, and that's why it's so hard to decide yeah. what to do with TJ. I agree, and, and that's the thing too, man. We could talk about this thing, I feel like, Oh, we, we absolutely – and we got a bunch of tweets that we'll, yeah. we'll get into as well too. So what we'll do is this, man. We'll go to break, but I know when we come back, we do got Brian Batco. He'll we be do. calling us, yep. and uh, we'll be talking to him for a little while as well, but we're going to keep coming back to this conversation though in terms of just, you know, TJ Watt's availability. Obviously, we'll keep talking about these quarterbacks as well. But as we always do, this is Motsi Euler on SNR.